And you are listening to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast, a podcast dedicated to the monsters, mythology, creatures, and other things that go bump in, night, bump in the night dedicated to the TV series Supernatural. And I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I am your co-host, Kat. And we jump ahead a little bit uh, in Season 1 to the episode Shadow. We will not be covering the Benders, which have Sam and Dean dealing with a bunch of uh, crazy hillbillies. Yep. Or the episode Nightmare, which is part of Sam's psychic ability plotline, uh, which mm-hmm. cultivates into Season 2 and then later on cultivates even more in Season 4. Uh, with just, like, the ramifications of it all. So we will get back to the psychic, crazy, mumbo-jumbo stuff uh, when we get to the end of Season 2. But Mm -hmm. for now, we're jumping ahead to Shadow, and Kat has the synopsis for us. Yes. While looking into a mysterious murder in Illinois, Sam and Dean come across Meg, an old friend of Sam's, who may be far worse than they ever thought possible, and who plans to use the brothers as bait to trap their father, John. This doesn't really talk about the shadow creature or what is called in the show as a deva. But Noah does talk about the devas, my supernatural book of monsters, spirits, demons, and ghouls. Here it says, We had to use a ritual on... The pretty little thing named Meg, who, apart from being blonde and cute, was possessed by a seriously sadistic demon above average of above average toughness. She was enough of a badass to conjure and control devas, which puts her definitely in the major leagues. What's a deva, you ask? There are demons, and then there are demons. Devas are real assassins. No black-eyed fooling around possession for them. You only see their shadows, and by the time you see that, you're already dead. They're Zoroastrian and mean enough and scary enough that we get our word the devil from them. And like we said, Meg had them on a leash. Yes, uh, she basically had them at her beck and call, and uh, they were nasty little buggers, uh, according to Dean. That word, uh, Zoroastrianism, is like, I'm completely butchering it. Yep, we need Heather. Um, They were basically created uh, for purposes of waging war against goodness and humanity. 
Um, there's nothing good about a Deva at all. Yeah. They are one of the apparently most powerful demons out there, according to the texts of the uh, Zoroastrian studies. Which were very confusing to attempt to read, so... <laughs> Ex- extremely. But uh, the Deva history dates back, like, hundreds of thousands of years. Seems to come from Iranian culture. Mm-hmm. And did you find any other cultures that have anything like a deva? No, just just that. Um, yeah, me too. They uh, the word um, deva translates to demon of darkness. Yes. They are invisible, um, and when they manifest, they can be seen as shadows. They possess really long claws and superhuman strength. In the context of the show, they don't want you to confuse devas with. Uh, Deva, uh, Deva, the Iranian language term, should not be confused with devas of the Indian religion. Uh, while the word uh, for the Vedic spirits and the word for the uh, Zoroastrian uh, entities are uh, related, their function thematic development is altogether different. Uh, the once widespread notion that radically different functions of Iranian deva and Indian deva uh, represented a prehistoric uh, inversion of roles is no longer followed in the 21st century. Um, so the uh, the word about uh, Deva seems to be uh, continuing to this very day. I read on the heritageinstitute.com that the Deva in um, some Persian texts are evil qualities or personification of evil qualities and demons. The term Devan, evil person, and negative value are freely interchangeable in the Zoroastrian concept of the Deva. The word deva generically mean all demonic forces of evil. The devas originated in the north, the direction of evil. Their gateway to hell is on Mount Arazura, named after a son of uh, um, Araman, who was slain by Geomart. There are hordes of devas, little is known and most about them. The most powerful are known by names along with some of the powers and characteristics. According to Plutarch, the creator of God, um, Ormazd made 24 gods and placed them in a cosmic egg. Araman made 24 devas to penetrate the egg so the evil could mix with good. In later texts, the numbers of devas are legion. The wicked who follow the devas are condemned to go to the place of the worst thought in the afterlife. The same designation given to Drew. The most fearsome of the devas is uh, Ashima, which we just mentioned, who is compatible to as um Asmodeus, Asmodeus, I'm saying that correctly. To understand. Yeah, there's a lot of very, very thick dialogue when it comes to the devas um, in languages and religion uh, speaking that I just do not understand entirely myself. In the show itself, the the shadow demons that Meg is controlling are common creatures in folklore and mythology, mostly recognized for their dark ways of living, and they're known to be one of the most cruel and savage mystical creatures ever to roam the earth. Uh, shadow demons are creatures of darkness, pure evil, and have been known to kill excessive amounts of people through the millennia. They're usually immortal, can teleport, fly, and control shadow manipulation by just casting a shadow on a wall itself. Devas themselves uh, also stem from Persian mythology, and they're demons who cause plagues and diseases and who fight every form of religion. Um, they are male servants, um, also known as the Araman, and the female servants are called the Drugs. Together they fight, uh, Orma, uh, they fight, they fight the Lord of Wisdom, who in Persian belief is the Ahura Mazda. The devas themselves are usually linked to um, nothing but um, wickedness and evil. Are there any uh, uh, other 
creatures in folklore that you can think of where you only see their shadow? Um, possibly like, uh, usually like the boogeyman. Yeah. You know, you see shadows move across your bedroom when you're sleeping at night or in your closet and stuff like that, and you jump at them. And that's that's basically like, uh, you know, referred to as being like some type of like shadow demon. There's another form of uh, shadow problems um, that people have, and there's an entire documentary, I think, that you can watch on Netflix about it. It's called Shadow People. And a yes. shadow person is also known as a, a figure of black mass and perception of a patch of shadow living form. Um, there is a uh, there's a, a there's a film um, that came out that goes into the exploration about uh, the shadow people. Um, the, do- the 2015 documentary The Nightmare interviews people who suffer from sleep paralysis, um, and these people uh, mention uh, shadow uh, people, demons, and such um, several times. Where you at the core of your eye, you might glimpse something that's not really there, and it's gone when you look again. Um, and they said it's possibly your eye looking into like another dimension and it's just being out of focus to the point where that once you like look away, it's completely, you know, you're, it's gone because you're back in focus of your own dimension. That's frightening. I have driven down the road before or walked past something that I thought was standing right there. When I looked again, there was nothing there. Or maybe it was just a light post or like a fire hydrant or there was like, it was a tree or something. Mm-hmm. But I have several times in my lifetime... Um, not any time recently, but several years ago, I was driving down the road. It was at night or whatever, and I thought there was someone standing on the side of the road. And when I stopped my car and turned around to look, I got out of my car to look, there was nothing there. But it literally looked like there was somebody standing down, standing by the side of the road, just standing there. And um, this is documented, again, this documentary about, like, shadow people and, and things of that nature. Um a number of religions, legends, and belief systems describe shadow spiritual, uh, shadowy spiritual beings or supernatural entities such as shades of the underworld and various shadow creatures have long been a staple of folklore and ghost stories. Uh, Coast to Coast AM, a long-running supernatural uh, uh, radio broadcast, uh, which over the last several years has also gotten kind of political. Sometimes like they talk about like, like what the government's doing and stuff and the conspiracies of the government more than just talking about uh, when I first started listening to them, they were talking about like mole men living in the center of the earth and, and uh, dinosaurs on the moon or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how like we're being controlled by a secret Nazi paramilitary organization and things, which considering the current administration could almost be true. Um, but the... Uh, they they have talked a lot about this type of uh, shadow person um, thing. Their host, Art Bell, uh, was best known for, for doing that sort of thing. He described uh, one particular uh, Native American elder uh, named Thunderstrike, uh, whose real name is Harley Swift Deer Reagan, describes the shadow people as dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision and claims that people have reported the figure attempting to jump on their chest and choke them. Now, that's never happened to me, but I do remember seeing, like, out of my peripheral vision something being there and it no longer being there anymore. Yeah. And uh, other research that I've done has explained, again, that that might be my eyes looking into another dimension in and out of phase because like even Stephen Hawking the famous Stephen Hawking has theorized that we are not the only dimensional plane in existence Mm -hmm. and there are thousands and thousands of others out there interesting yeah have you ever had any type of uh, encounter with like a shadow creature 
or a demon or anything like any type of shadow thing that's ever happened to you in your your life? Not no, no specific instances I can think of. I feel like I I have had this happen to me before. I just can't think of anything specific right now. But it, then again, it could also be my cats as they are always in random places around my house. But you never like when like walking day like because your 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 um your neighborhood's pretty self contained but yeah. um you know it's also very suburban like so but you've never like encountered anything like weird in or anything you get like a cemetery like right down the street from where you live mm-hmm. you've never like ever seen anything like jump out at the cemetery at you nope, try to take nothing. possession of your vehicle or anything no nope. I mean I I think there's been a couple instances where I'd been like walking by a store and maybe thought I saw a person like right in the window and Mm -hmm. then there was no one there. Maybe when you go to college you'll experience some type of supernatural thing. Maybe your dorm will be haunted. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, as long as he's as nice as like Casper or Patrick (laughs) Swayze. (laughs) (laughs) Several psychologists and uh, philosophers um, report um, of shadows seeming alive are connected to nothing more than sleep paralysis and people just basically... Over time, when you're not sleeping as much, you're going to start, as your body starts deteriorating because your body's not repairing itself, um, your eyesight is, because your eyes are so sensitive and they're so, you know, they're not, they're not as strong as your skin. Your brain will start, like, putting things into your eyes, looking at shadows moving and other things happening. Basically, Mm -hmm. you're, like, completely wigged out and you're just seeing whatever you think you're seeing to be there, but not actually being there itself. How is it that Sam and Dean, the episode, get rid of the shadow people? Do we remember? I think that that didn't uh, Sam had some sort of flare type thing and he lit it up. He's like, let's light it up. They burned in the light because they're shadows and if there's um, no area for them to exist because it's all light, then what about um do you think there's a way to kill shadow people like a deva in real life no no <laughs> seven things that you should know about shadow people Hold i have on. something about the appearances of shadow yes creatures. go on to about that the characteristics of shadow entities varies there are some that simply show are shown as a black mist that shrouds over an area some seem to be animals a notable one that has been allegedly spotted by many is one that wears a cloak with a hood. There are rarely facial features, sim- simply an outline of one form or another. They differ in reported sightings of ghosts because ghosts are generally described as having a human appearance, and shadows don't appear to have any human characteristics. There is one notable exception to that, though, a creature known as the Hat Man. Were you able to find anything about the Hat Man? No. Uh, what's what, uh, Go into more detail about the, the, the Hat Man. Uh, let's see. He has no f- facial features at all or glowing eyes. Um, some speak of only seeing this creature once in their life. Others have reported seeing several sightings concentrated in one area. Um, one thing is certain that this hat man is believed to be seen in places all over the world. In the U.S., there seems to be an emphasis of sightings in the Northeast. However, it is certainly not indigenous only to those areas. One of the things that sets the hat man accounts apart from other shadow entities is the interest this creature appears to show to those who have seen it. While many shadows are seen out of the corner of the eye, only to disappear when one focuses on them, the hat man seems to want to be seen. 
this seeming intelligence of the entity is possibly what gives it the negative perception that it has. It reminds me of like the uh, creepypasta story Slenderman. Once you see it, it just like you just keep seeing it again. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the Slenderman in itself is a uh, shadow of some kind because especially when it appears in like all the different like photographs and everything, mm-hmm. and like I mean, Shadow Slenderman is a fictitious character as much as Sam and Dean is. Yes, Sam and Dean are. Um, there is no such thing as a Slenderman, but Slenderman has become like a cult unto itself with like people believing Slenderman to be real and it was developed as a video game not based on any type of real lore at all in any capacity mm-hmm. in fact there's an episode of Supernatural later on that deal with Slenderman I think it's the Ghostfacer return episode right? I think so yeah like later on like season 10 or 11 yeah yeah it's after it's the episode after Dean comes back from being the Demon Dean mm-hmm. um, the Ghostfacers show back up and there's like a Slenderman they do a, their version of Slenderman and then there's a documentary called The Curse of Slenderman, which is out right now. You can watch on, uh, like, HBO. Uh, it goes over, like, the history of the making of Slenderman, the video game, but it also goes into the tragedy that happened in 2012 where the two middle school girls killed their classmate because mm-hmm. Slenderman told them to do so. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, there's nothing paranormal actually happening, happening. And, like, so that's not, not what's scary about it. What's scary is what what people do with the story as an actual murder almost took place with the middle school girls. I think they got convict. I think they got tried as like minors just because they're only like 12 years yeah. old. So, um, but that's terrifying that just like hearing a story like that mm-hmm. would persuade them to do something like that. <laughs> well, it wasn't just Slenderman. It was also like Lord Voldemort told them to do it too. Really? So they were just kind of crazy. Yeah. They're just nuts. They just, yeah, they, need to be locked up <laughs> absolutely um i don't know the extent of the whole story just those particular facts but i'm glad you did bring up slender man just because it's along those lines of being like that type of mystery um this is also an episode where we get sam and dean reunited with their father john winchester played by yes. jeffrey dean morgan who had appeared uh only in two other episodes one being the uh the season premiere and then of course the episode uh, home where they are in um, Lawrence Kansas mm-hmm. Missouri no Lawrence Missouri Lawrence Kansas Lawrence Kansas again uh, Missouri is the psychic that they meet up with yes. and of course at the end of the episode she's been you know John's in her house or whatever and, and uh they're talking about Sam's like psychic kinetic powers and things of that nature Mm-hmm. Um, but the for, surprisingly of like all the monsters that they encounter on the show, uh, the devas don't ever kind of return. Like no one no. ever uses them. Like nobody, you know, the writers don't use them as a plot point or anything. Yeah. Which I find kind of interesting considering how many times they've used like witch, like this past Thursday's episode had to deal with like a new kind of witch. It kind of looks like a wicker man. There was a, uh, a witch takes the heart and puts it inside like a wicker man and it brings it to life. And like the wicker man, a straw figure maintains all the memories of the person um, who contains its heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happens to, a, there's a couple of witches that Sam and Dean have worked with that are, that, sorry, a couple of hunters that were raised by a witch after their mom was killed. So they've been raised by her since they were children to be hunters. Um, and so they also practice like witchcraft, but they're like good witches, you know, like Glenda, not like the bad witch with the monkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think we could do witches in this season yet, do we? That's like season two, maybe? Yeah. I don't remember you don't when remember? they first show up. Um, so we get there eventually with them. There's a movie called Shadow People. It's about a radio talk show host 
like me, ho- uh, unravels a conspiracy about encounters with mysterious beings known as shadow people and their role in the unexplained deaths of several hundred victims in the 1980s. Is it worth checking out? Maybe. Stars a cast of pretty much nobodies, but uh, it's a decent uh, half-ass horror movie um, about a radio show host that deals with monsters and creatures and stuff like that. So I kind of relate to it in some way. What other information do we have about the devas or shadow people that we could probably mention? Oh, there's also an episode of The Twilight Zone about a shadow that kills people uh, that's living under the bed of uh, people. Interesting. Yeah, 1985 episode of The Twilight Zone dealt with that. Oh, and there's also shadow men that appear in the um, movie in the novel John Dies at the End. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy horror movie, which everyone should watch. Yeah, I couldn't find really anything else just because as, as much as they just kind of give up on the topic of devas in Supernatural, there doesn't seem to be much information about them elsewhere either. So, People who experience night terrors, do you know what night terrors are? think so when i worked at a pharmacist for cbs years ago um i filled a prescription of somebody uh who um i read what it does you know like what the prescriptions for and for night terrors and like i remember night terrors being like a card that you could lay down in magic the gathering Mm -hmm. um to give somebody and it had like this person like sitting in the corner they're all like eyes all bugged out like they're covering their face and i just i was told that it's like something you never want to experience night terrors is a sleep disorder causing feelings of terror or dread typically occurs during the first hours of three to four uh, non app uh, during the first hours of stage three to four of non rapid eye movement. Night terrors tend to happen during periods of arousal from delta sleep as well as slow wave sleep. Delta sleep occurs most often during the first half of a sleep cycle, which indicates that people with more delta sleep activity are prone to night terrors. However, they can occur during daytime naps as well. Um, night terrors have been known since ancient times, although it was impossible to differentiate uh, nightmares from night terrors. Um, and people were confused to have been um, psychological disorders uh, when it's very similar to having a panic attack while you're sleeping. I think I've had that. <laughs> really? When? I don't know. Just like I've, I've had some just experiences where I've been trying to go to bed. And it's just like there's nothing specific I'm afraid of, just like with panic attacks, because I do have panic attacks a mm-hmm. lot. And it's not caused by anything in particular. It's just this feeling of panic that just comes over me, and I don't know why. And I don't could know. it be like schoolwork related? I mean, you've been under stress lately because of all that. Maybe it. it but you also said you don't sleep too. You, yeah. you you're up to like two or three a.m. sometimes. Yeah, I usually get maybe like three or four hours of sleep per night. <laughs> That's not great at your age. Yeah, I'm hoping... I mean, I know you have, like, the endorphins, the adrenaline to keep you up because you're so young, but at some point that kind of, like, has long-lasting effects on you when you, you know, hit my old age. Well, yeah. At 30-something. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, the difference is it's more at night, and it's just, instead of panic, it's more terror. Like, I'm just afraid of something, and I don't know exactly what, but I can't get to bed. Oh, great, and you do this show now. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to college soon, even yeah. better. Look at all the stress that's going to be there. It's going to be fun. Yeah, all the all the uh, hijinks and everything and all the trouble you'll probably get into, the peer pressure and the piles of homework. I'm just helping this cause, to too, aren't I? <laughs> and you'll be in New York, too. Not There's nothing think- stressful about New York. <laughs> While you're in New York, you have to do, um, I should like 
because uh, there's like a thing I'm going to be coming out to that area for in the fall. Mm-hmm. I maybe I should stop by and we should do like a remote like supernatural creatures lore podcast from like something creepy somewhere. Cool. You know, yeah. like we can go to the Ghostbusters uh, building. Let's just oh in New yeah, York City. let's do that. Now are you going to be in downtown New York City or? Well, I'm going to be living on Long Island. Oh okay. But it's only a 40 minute ride to n- n- downtown Manhattan. I'm by train sure. or car? By train. Oh okay, so by car it must be faster depending on what time yeah. of traffic and stuff. I won't have a car, but there's. <laughs> A train station straight from campus. You will have to while you're in New York because there's not a lot here in Massachusetts. There's like a couple episodes of Supernatural, but you'll have to find out like what episodes of. Oh, I gotta find out all the New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, we have. Um, we Are have... there cases of da- Sam and Dean going into the city? Of New York City? No, because don't forget they film in Vancouver. Yeah. So it's like everyone's going to look at that and go, that's not New York. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because people know New York skyline. Yeah. Even if it did change after September 11th or whatever, you know. Why don't they come to New York for a change and do one there while I'm there? (laughs) Maybe you can ask them that. I should. I should be like, hey, come to to my college. I'm surprised that they've never – because New York is – has been – the setting of so many different movies and TV shows and Supernatural has never covered it. Again, it might just be a matter of like they don't want to set it in some place that's so incredibly recognizable. People will be mm-hmm. just be rolling their eyes that this is clearly not being filmed here. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they go... Don't forget, all these like little Midwestern towns or whatever, they film like in the same areas. They just do it from different angles yeah. in different buildings. And obviously there are sets that are built too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way they can make you know any back road of Vancouver look like you know the back roads of Kansas the back roads of Texas the back roads of South Carolina you yeah. know or wherever they go um, and that's why they really try to never go to New York City uh, Chicago Illinois there's just uh, so many San like, Francisco ghost stories I know but it's just a matter of like the budget and what they don't want to make it look like one thing when it, they're they so recognizable Budget. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't forget, they can't even do a werewolf anymore. They did a werewolf suit in one episode, and now werewolves are all like just long claws and teeth. Yeah. I hate any time they do a werewolf episode of Supernatural because it sucks. That's not a werewolf. It's a guy with long teeth and claws. That's not a werewolf. A werewolf is a monster. It's a furry giant wolf man. I mean, it's what are you doing? Yeah. Ugh. Well, we've gotten off topic. We got way off topic on my rant about my despicable, you know, just absolute just hatred of how they uh, treat that episode. Okay, you know what's really funny is that there are several movies on IMDb called Shadow People. There's the Shadow People movie I mentioned to you earlier. Mm-hmm. There's Shadow People. Dan and Gretchen, a couple with secretive past and failing relationship, rent a guest house from an affluent couple in California. Okay. <laughs> Shadow People. A recluse and his wife are tormented by shadow creatures. The Shadow People. A girl becomes haunted by satanic appearances during the night. The Shadow People. Newlyweds Megan and Andrew have just moved into their dream house with an aspiration to start a, uh, a family, but soon strange events and occurrences start happening. Night of the Shadow People. On another world, the evil General Torn is controlling the society under the Doom City. Unholy soul-eating monsters are in the vast alien forces outside. Robots, magicians, and darkness descend on the town in Night of the Shadow People. <laughs> They're real creative with those movie titles. Yeah, that one actually kind of looks kind of cool. It's it's uh, You get like a ninja, a reporter, and a robot team up to fight a shadow monster. Interesting. Don't you want to see that movie? Sure. Awesome. 
Well, you can hear more about us ranting about shadow people if you go to the Supernatural, and you can join our discussion if you go to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore group page or send us a tweet. What's the Twitter account, Cat? It is SBN Creature Lore. Yes. And don't forget, if you would like to sponsor us, you can go to our Patreon page at Radio Horror. If you'd like to send us an email, we haven't gotten an email in a little while. I've gotten a couple emails for the Dead TV podcast. But don't forget, you can send us an email to Cat and I. Just make sure you put in the subject line, Supernatural Creatures and Lore. But the email address is the same for all the shows here on the Radio Horror Network. It's thatradiohorror at gmail.com. So if you want the email to come to Cat and I, just make sure you put in the subject line, Supernatural Creatures and Lore. If you want to go to the Dead TV podcast, the same thing. If you wanted to come directly to Dr. Chris, you just put in just, you know, radio, just whatever into the subject line. But make sure if you're sending us an email, you put in the name of the show in the subject line so we know which show to read it on. I've gotten a few from the Dead TV podcast, but we haven't had one from Supernatural Creatures and Lore in a while. But don't forget, you can also follow us on Twitter and just send us a tweet there, too. We will be back um, in a couple weeks. Uh, we are not jumping ahead again, but we're going to be covering one of Cat and I's favorite episodes, Hell House, which introduced Yay. This is the Ghost Facers. My favorite part in that episode is when they're trying to sneak up to the house, but the Ghost Facers are, are also there. So then Dean goes, who are you going to call? Yes. <laughs> and they get chased away by the police. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast. Thanks to Jess O'Lantern for supplying us with our theme song. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Kat. Goodbye. In the shadows you can hear the sounds The rumble of a hundred hellhounds Cries of the banshee, terror of the windigo You all they can't see if they just know where to go It's the creature Whoa. It's the creature Whoa. It's the creatures from the supernatural goo